My name's Rob Howden, the Road to Indy uh, Insider, and again, the voice of the Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. Uh, thrilled uh, to be here again on uh, on location. I'm down in California, Southern California, for a couple of weeks uh, before we head out uh, and go racing. Of course, Mid-Ohio, uh, the event coming up next week on Wednesday and Thursday, a triple header, lots of track time for the drivers, but of course, big time as well was the event that we had just a couple of weeks ago at Road America. So tremendous to finally get back to the racetrack. I know all the drivers were absolutely dying to get back racing again. Now, I want to mention, as I tried to do before I had the audio issues here, pretty solid job, I think, by the paddock uh, in terms of, of, of staying with the uh, all the procedures we had, all the guidelines for the COVID-19. We've got to keep our masks up. I know the people have different feelings on uh, what is happening within the pandemic. But the bottom line is, number one, you respect everyone around you. But number two, we have these precautions and uh, and procedures that are put in place and we need to stay with them. It's better but it's what we have to do. We have to stay with this. Um, we want to make sure racing stays around. We've got to be super diligent. You know, we've got to be smart. And I think what if most people drivers did at Road America was solid. I look for an even better approach at Mid-Ohio. Uh, they're calling for everyone to have, have masks on 100% of the time. I know a lot of people have their masks off when they were in their tents uh, with the team, whatever it may be, but they are really going to push it at Mid-Ohio to make sure everything comes off clean. It's going to be a triple header for us as well, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, as I said. Uh, so uh, this is kind of a preview, if you will, uh, of Mid-Ohio, but we're also going to talk to a couple of drivers. I have Christian Rasmussen from J. Howard Driver Development, and I have Nate Aranda from Hunkos Racing. I'm going to talk to both those drivers. If you didn't tune in to my IG Live interviews I did earlier this year, we're going to give these drivers a chance to kind of give some of their origin story, give them some of the background, because obviously uh, some of you may not know a lot about Nate or may not know a lot about Christian's background. We'll give them a chance to talk about that. We'll talk about Road America, give them uh, an opportunity to kind of give us a little insight into how their weekends went, and we'll bring them both on together at the end of the show to talk about Road America, rather uh, the Mid-Ohio, their expectations going into that event, how things went for them at the test, uh, and how they are looking for the start of the season. And yes, my microphone's going. Thank you so much, everybody. I'll put this up here for a chat. If you have questions for my drivers, uh, please put that on there. But yeah, uh, I got the mic on, David, so <laughs> got that going. Uh, let's uh, let's get started here. Let's bring in uh, guest number one. I'm gonna bring in, boom, Christian Rasmussen. Hey Chris, guys. How are you, Christian? Good, how are you, Rob? I am very, very good. It's I'll tell you one thing. It's unbelievably warm down here. I know that you're in New Orleans right now with the Bogle family, so probably warm there as well. But uh, looking forward to getting to mid-Ohio next week. Uh, I, I want to start with this. Uh, first off, I'll give you the uh, – so Christian Rasmussen, folks, 20 years of age. Uh, now – I was going to say two times a winner. Now four times a winner in USF 2000. Won two races last year. Five. Uh, what, 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 what race am I missing? uh mid ohio toronto and the laguna laguna that's right yeah you know what i <laughs> because what happens all the time no when problem you're laguna and you're not the champion mm. yeah, kind of, you forget about that sometimes yeah. it happens all the time some guy will have this big awesome win but we, everybody celebrates the champion winning that one uh so five times a winner now you swept the weekend uh, at road america let's mm. start with a little bit uh, of your background, when did you get started in racing? I started racing when I was five years old. Uh, I started in uh, rental cars, indoor karting track, uh, very local, very close to my home in, in Copenhagen. Uh, and uh, yes, took off from there. I started racing uh, outside uh, in karts on a, also a local karting track. Started getting up the, the junior ranks in karting. Uh, did karting until I was 15. Uh, won the Danish championship, won the North European championship, and uh, 
Yeah, then I went on to uh, racing Formula Ford back in Denmark. Got uh, second place in the championship. Did Danish F4 the year after 2017 with uh, Jan Magnussen, Magnussen Racing Experience. Got third in the championship, and then I moved to the United States. Did F4 over here, and uh, then USF afterwards. That so, uh, yeah, second year in USF, and looking forward to it. How did you feel your transition was coming out of karts into the Formula Ford? I'm a huge Formula Ford fan. I think it's one of the best things any driver can do coming out of karting. Uh, how was the transition for you to, from karts to cars? It was great for me. I mean, it really teaches you the basics of, of driving a car without without having any downforce or anything. It really just learned, it really teaches you to like drive a car with mechanical grip, and, yeah. and that was definitely great for me. Throwing it around a little bit, because I know one of the things about karting is I, I always say with, with, with karting, we uh, we have we're over horsepowered uh, and over tired. We have so much tire, so much grip, right? That you move mm. to a Formula Four, but you have to kind of slide the car around a little bit. Definitely, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. All right, so let's jump into. Uh, you already mentioned the fact that you've won five races now, three races last mm. year. Now I'll have that in my mind that I made the mistake. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Three times you won last year. Uh, I picture in the offseason. I was like, Christian Rasmussen's coming back to USF two thousand. He's staying with Jay Howard, driver development. They were strong last year, had a couple of wins that were in my mind, three. Uh, how do you feel right now, the fact that you came out of the gate so well? Did, were you surprised maybe by how well you started the season at Road America? I don't know if I would say I was surprised. Yeah. Um, I mean, we came off with having eight podiums, with uh, no, seven podiums with eight possible podiums in the last half of the, of the last season. Uh, so I knew that we were strong, and I knew that the guys have been working very hard all the off season. Uh, I've been working very hard on on my side as well to keep fit, stay fit, and and everything, doing everything that I can. So I knew that we were going to be strong. I don't know if I knew that we were going that we were going to be that strong. Uh, sure. But uh, it was it was a great weekend. So you know, we talk about the teams going through. You have a plan for the test day. We did three test sessions. A lot, a lot of track time at Road America. Mm. And then, of course, that final session when you're probably going to do qualifying sims or whatever, it ends up raining, right? So it's wet. Yeah. Then you come, you come out in qualifying. And how how much – were you seven-tenths of a second or something faster than everybody in wet qualifying? It was crazy. In qualifying, 1.3 seconds. What? So, okay. Like, are, do you like the rain? Did you expect that? Are you good in the – well, you're obviously good in the rain, but uh, do you like running in the rain or what? I, I love running in the rain. I mean, the car feels so much more on edge. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, obviously I come from Denmark. It rains a lot. I've been doing a lot of rain back back home, both in karting and cars as well. So I, I love driving in the rain. And, yeah, I've become pretty good at it over the time. So Well, and, and let's be real. Road America in the rain is mm. like you were hauling the mail, turn one, the carousel in the rain. What was that like? Oh, it was, it was so cool. It was so cool. Did you, did you run? We didn't, have the, we didn't have the video. Did you run way on the outside? Way on the outside, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that was the, <laughs> definitely the way to go. So, so you know, I like you had that success, like you said, such a strong second half of the season last year. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in the races, you know, the first race had a, a number of yellows. You had to handle those restarts. How much different are you than you were last year to the start of this season in terms of being comfortable with a restart like that and taking on your competition? I think it was it was definitely great uh, coming back because you just you know everything you know how everything works you kind of know what to do you develop your skill uh, both on restarts because that's also a, a craft uh, in itself yeah. to get a good restart yeah. and it was just it was just great coming back having the confidence from from last year and just knowing how everything works and and stuff so 
did you have to make any changes or many changes from the car from uh, from the race win uh, at the start of the day to the race win at the end of the day? Did you make many changes? I know there wasn't a lot of time between the two races. Was there a lot of adjustments done? No, not really. I mean, it was, it was small, <laughs> small tweaks, you know. Uh, yeah. We have we have our car pretty pretty dialed in, so we know what we want and we know what is best for the car and and what works. So small tweaks here and there to the weather, but uh, pretty much the same car. Well, listen, uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to drop you in the back, bring Nate on. You stay where you are right now because I'll bring you back on. We'll talk about Mid Ohio, but I'm going to drop you off here. Well, uh, if you guys have any questions for these guys, folks, make sure you're posted up here. Let's bring Nate Aranda. Nate, how are you? Good, and you? I am fantastic, man. Thanks for thanks for being patient back there. I do appreciate it. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about your story as well, because it's much different than, than Christian's. You don't have this. You didn't start karting when you were five years old. How did you get to, to the road, Dandy? So I started when I was uh, 17. I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> I didn't do any karting whatsoever. Um, my first car was a faster car, obviously, and I you know, was a naive teenager and was a little bit stupid. And did it um, not responsibly. I raced but not responsibly on the streets. And right. I really wanted to think about my life a little bit. And my father gave me the opportunity to go to a race school. And that's how I found Lucas Oil School of Racing. Nice. And from there on, I mean, shoot, my second race, I started ponying. So, you know, I finished fifth in that series. It was I'm super grateful for that. But, um, yeah, that's how I got started. I got started in Lucas Oil School of Racing when I was 17 years old. And I moved up into when I was 18 into – uh, USF 2000, and unfortunately, I broke my back in yeah. the first race, which was not fun. Uh, spent half that season, more actually more than half that season in uh, bed, which was also not fun. Um, and then I knew from then on, I knew what I wanted to do with my life, and it was racing. You know, I knew if I after I broke my back, if I still wanted to go back, that means I'm I'm passionate that's, about it. I really do right? love the sport. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 2019. Um, was a little bit chaotic. You know, I lived in Miami. I moved down with my coach Juan Arenas. And that's when we really did. I got into karting. I got into shifter carts, and that was great. The the amount that I learned, I know how to put a cart together. I don't know anything. I don't come from any any kind of one. I mean, nothing. My father, my mother, nobody in my family is mechanically inclined. Wow. So I I had I I was blank. I was a blank page. And Juan really took me underneath his wing and and showed me how to you know what it what it means to set up your own cart and how to you know. I like when that. it's wet, what you got to do, what it's run, it's dry, what you have to do, tire pressures, everything, how to, you know, work on the engine. I loved it. Um, and then I did a lot of F4 testing and SCCA race events down with a, a team called Pole Position. And then a team, Ernie Gonellos, actually the home coach engineer, he has an F4 team. I raced for him too. Had really strong showings. Um, we did a couple events with the actual F4 series in the United States. Uh, we had some really, really strong showings. We were top of the field every time we went out. So... I, I felt like I had enough experience that whole year of just trying to get prepared to move all the way up to, uh, to Indy Pro 2000. And this year, I'm fortunate enough to have signed with, uh, with Moon Coach Racing. So I'm excited to, from, to take it from there. Well, so let's talk about that. You're, you know, you're supposed to make your road Indy debut last year at St. Petersburg. You have the incident and get injured. You come back. So your real debut is at Road America, bad, fast racetrack, 4.1 miles long. Uh, you did some testing. If we look at Road America, uh, number one, just give me the overview of your feeling on how Road America went for you. I know you have, you battled a couple issues, but you had some good runs as well. I overall, I had a fantastic time, and I think we had a really, really strong showing for my for my debut. When I look at it, it was my third time in the car. Literally, <laughs> I have I've had probably had less than seventy two hours around that car in general. So, 
qualifying, we had a little bit of a, a malfunction. We you know, obviously, you know, it went from dry to wet yeah. and wet to dry. So, but during the wet, I mean, shoot, I was top five for the entire session, but we didn't have enough time to get a dry run in at the end of the session, which put me so far back to the field for, for qualifying for the, for the gridding. So that was unfortunate, but I'm really happy that we made up more than half my spots back up in during the race. You know, we had some really strong uh, passes, clean passes. What I'm happy though, is that I brought the car back home safe and I understood what, you know, what changes were made to the car during out throughout the entire weekend. I really, you know, hung out with my engineer, Kevin, you know, he really explained everything to me and, you know, we went to depth. So I, I, I take away the weekend as a huge win, you know, ninth place each race. I'm, I'm extremely happy. That's top awesome. 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I learned a lot and I'm really excited to get, to get going to mid Ohio. You know, I have to believe Nate, that, uh, that the learning curve is so steep for you. It's like every lap you're, you're learning every lap, right? Every session, when you come back in, you debrief, you go back on the racetrack again. It's just, it, I, I can just imagine how much information it's gotta be like drinking water out of a fire hose. There's so much stuff coming. It, it was a little, it's a little hard, but, um, the amount of drive that I have for the sport, I mean, I really do love this sport. I want to do anything I can love to it. be able to be sustainable in this sport. Um, but, yeah, it, it, especially for the first session of the testing, we didn't even make it out. I sat in my car. I didn't get out. I didn't want to unbuckle until until I had to unbuckle because we had uh, electrical issues with the, with the ECU. Uh, it was unfortunate. Nothing they could do. They were working on it the entire session, 45 minutes. And while I was sitting there, I was watching a video that they give us the debrief of the of the track. And I was turning the wheel with the clutch and the gas, and I was just trying to. I'm just imagining myself on track to, you know, to do what I can. Um, but I'm happy. You know, two more sessions. I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm not far. I'm not back of the field. That's what I'm happy about. I'm actually running really close to my teammates. There was a couple times that, that we were running faster than one of my teammates. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, and, you know, they, my teammates also just really, they're really nice guys. I've never been on a team with the multiple drivers. Yep. And they, when we sit down in the debrief room, man, it, they, they're just great people. They tell me, Hey, what are you doing here? This is what it's going to feel like. It's nice because they're on track and they, they know, yeah, the engineers exactly. know, yeah. but they don't know what it's like to be on the track. And it's, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. I can't, I can't thank my, uh, my whole team enough for that. Like you said, a couple of top 10 finishes. Was that kind of your expectation going in? What you said there was something I really liked. You were able to finish both race races, right? Bring the car back in one piece. That's key. Rolled on the trailer for a young driver like you who's learning is key. But a couple of top 10s, maybe over your expectations or kind of what you were looking at? So before the race started, I, I kind of talked with uh, one of the one of the race coaches there, Victor uh, Franzoni. Yeah. Uh, he, he said, hey, so you're qualified 13th. And then the other race was qualified 15th. So he was like, Hey, top 10 is going to be huge for you. If you finish seven to 10 that hour, we will be nothing but grateful for you. And you bring the car back. We'll be, that's a strong showing. So all I really wanted to do was, was make the team owner, you know, Ricardo Huncos proud and, and show him that I'm here. Cause obviously he's taking a risk on me. You know, as you know, I have very little experience, but I'm, I put every, every time I'm in the car, I put my head down and I am, I'm learning as much as I can, as fast as I can to, to show that I can be here and that, that I'm a part of the, I can bring, bring uh bring something to the table if you know what i mean so i'm happy with where we showed and they're happy with what we showed and no damage to the car we had really close in incidences and that doesn't mean that i'm racing soft doesn't mean that i won't take a, a deep pass no of course i mean looking i made a two uh three wide pass into turn one on the outside I I mean, I, what i'm racing i'm racing but i i also know you know risk to reward ratios so i i'm, I'm really grateful for for what the team you know explained to me before we went to the race and I'm excited to have stronger showings. I want to get a higher qualifying so that I can uh, make that qualify at ninth, hopefully, and then make it all the way up to top five. 
well, you get back, you get back, in the, you get back in the car next week, dude. You get to keep doing it again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Every time we get in the car, I think that, that we're just we're just skyrocketing forward. I mean, it, I've, I, it's I've, it's crazy how much how much progression we're seeing throughout throughout two days of of yeah. testing and one day of racing. So I'm I'm really excited to to see how this season plays out. Well, congrats on that run. Let's bring Christian back in here now. Let's make sure I do this right. Boom. Change things up here. There we go. All right, guys, got you both in here. Let's uh, let's talk about next week. Um, again, I'm sure that Nate would say this. He wanted to go right back in the car the next day or the next weekend, right? Too, too, yeah. Any kind of downtime is too much downtime. Christian, we'll start with you. Um, we go to mid-Ohio. Uh, you're the point leader. You won two races, so you got a pretty solid lead right now. You also won last year at mid-Ohio, so it's a track that you know that you know you can win on. Uh, what are the expectations going in? Uh, would it be would it be too aggressive to say you want to win you know five in a row? I mean, that's the goal, isn't it? I yeah. mean, but the goal the goal is to extend the points lead definitely, uh, and just yeah, continue being consistent, continue winning races, and just do the best best we can. If the car is for second place, we'll get a second place. I mean, we are we're thinking championship, and that's the most important part right now. So, uh, but I mean race wins is always what is always the goal so like you said you won three races last year we're not going back to toronto this year hopefully again in 2021 we will be at mm. laguna seca uh, as the penultimate round of the series where you won before as well as you said where do you rank mid ohio in terms of one of your tracks on how good you are and how much you like the track i mean i will say mid ohio has always been good to me i won there in f4 i won there the year after in usf and hopefully yep. we can win there again this year um I, I really like Mid Ohio. It's a flowing track, very technical, and 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 I love that sort of stuff. So I'm looking forward to getting back there. I'm trying to I'm trying to look up the track right now to find out exactly what the weather's like. I'll do that in a couple seconds because if it rains, obviously you're going to be super strong. Uh, Nate, what about you? Mid Ohio, you were there for the test, right? So you're actually going to a, back to a track that you've driven on before. So that's a plus. Then coming off Road America, yeah. what are your thoughts on on that? Uh, I won there. That was my first race win in uh, in Lucas Oil School Racing. It, wow, I won right. by, I outqualified everybody by I think three seconds. It was in the rain, so as you know, Mid Ohio in the rain is very very slippery. Super but, tough. Yeah. As Christian was talking about earlier, you know, being a little bit on edge with the car is a great feeling when you when you go into you know past the on the drive line and you slide all the way, all the way out, and it barely catches last minute, oh, that's a, that is one of the best feelings in the world. You're praying uh, for it, you're praying for it, right? Please, please, yeah. please. Hold, please hold, and then boom, last minute, it catches you, and, and you're gone. I've had really strong showing at Mid-Ohio. Um, you know, this is obviously a new car, but I, I'm just taking what I learned from Lucas Oil, and then the last test session that I had, I, I think that we're going to get up to speed really, really quickly, and rain or shine, I think we're going to have really strong showing there. Well, you mentioned the fact that you qualified fifth, 13th and 15th and were able to work your way to the top 10. Qualifying is so important in mid-Ohio. The track does change a lot, but it's hard to pass there, as we know. Uh, any any thoughts on will you potentially do more qualifying sims to be able to try to get yourself forward? So what me and my coach, Juan Arenas, are going to be doing right now, for at least for the next uh, four or five days, are going to be doing qualifying sessions. We're going to be run out on the simulator. Yep. We're going to run out, do, do five laps come back in, you know, completely restart it, go back out, completely restart it, go back out. We're going to try all different weather situations. Um, that's all I think I can do to the best prepare for this, to be honest. I mean, looking back at the test session, it, it, we, were, we had a strong showing there. We were running mid-pack, but uh, I'd like to be a little bit uh, faster there, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I still got to get used to the car a little bit more trusting. What I love about 
Road to America is that uh, it really taught me to trust the downforce. You know, it's a high speed track, high Great. speed corners. Yep. And I never came from downforce. You know, I skipped USF 2000, so I don't know what anything about downforce. So now that I really got to truly experience that, I really think taking that from from uh, Road America to Mid Ohio, it's going to be dramatic change. Especially like those fast left-handers that are going to be flat out. Now I know the car is going to be stable. Now I know it's going to hold, and I can trust the, the the car a little bit more. Yeah, when well, you have the confidence, right? You're able to just understand what the car is going to do. Exactly. Christian, exactly. you speak to that as well yourself? This is obviously your second year in USF 2000. You did have four before that, as you said, but your second mm -hmm. year. How long through the season did it take for you to really start trusting the downforce in that car, or did it come pretty easy for you? I'll say it, it came pretty easy for me. I mean, I did two years of F4 before that, which also has downforce. So I was kind of I was kind of used to it uh, by then. Um, obviously, it gets a bit more, but for me, it's just driving a bit harder into the corner. So that, that suits my driving style pretty, pretty well, and hopefully it will when the downforce level gets higher and higher. So Track changes a lot, as I said, uh, from the, mm. from Friday all the way through to Sunday. That will be when we're there later on. We're here Wednesday, Thursday, another packed schedule, a triple header. Christian, you've obviously won there before. Is there one particular part of the racetrack that you think maybe is, is crucial for you or maybe one of the ones that challenges you more than another one, just the track itself? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good in the in the high speed stuff, uh, which where you where you depend on the downforce, like we talked about. Uh, but I mean, I think I, I think I'm pretty consistent throughout the whole track. I mean, that's that's what you want to be. Uh, obviously, when you when you want to race consistently or want to be at the front, you you got to be good everywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what so we're working. And Nate, we'll talk to you the same question. But for me, I know that every time I've raced, I've done some some lower horsepower Formula V, Formula First. I drove a shifter cart there as well. Coming out of Thunder Valley, the left-hander, the blind left-hander at the top of the hill, that's the one that always kind of caught me off guard to just place the car. Is that, was that a tough thing for you to pick up? To be honest, no, because um, the Lucas Oil car is, is – um... Very slippery. Let's just say that. I mean, every corner you're going to be countersteering no matter what. So it's like yeah. drifting around every single corner. Yeah. So that's what I love about the Lucas Oil car is it really taught me car control and to be, you know, understand what's going to happen when we're going to go over this and where to place it. Because it, if you're wrong, it, it's going to be a little bit iffy. But um, no, because that even in the test, that wasn't an issue. The only corner that was a real issue for me was the left-hander going before the carousel. Turn one was flat for me. I, I was happy that oh, my um, I was happy to tell my teammates that I got it flat before them in, in the in the test sessions. But um, yeah, so like the left-hander before the carousel, that's the one corner that I that I wasn't trusted in downforce enough. So I'm really cannot wait to get there and actually you know trust it now, knowing that I know what it's like going high speed there. But other than that, I know Mid Ohio is a very difficult technical track. Mm -hmm. Car placement is very, very key there. But um, no, that wasn't really an issue for for the test session, to be honest. Right on. All right, Christian. Uh, let's wrap things up here now. You go to Mid Ohio. Um, like you said, you want race wins. You want seconds. Uh, can I ask you who you think is going to be your primary challenger when you get there? I mean, let's I throw think some names out here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think who we saw up front front last race. Uh, I think the Cape guys is going to be quick. They're always quick. Uh, Barrichello is going to be quick, definitely. I think probably he's going to be my main main competitor this year. Um, but uh, we'll see. I mean, you in the road to Indy, everything it can go every every way, you know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see who. Maybe some new guys is going to come up front, and yeah, you never know.
Yeah, it's very true about Mid-Ohio. You don't know who's going to step to the forefront. Uh, Nate, what about you? What's your expectation? Where do you want to be? Top 10s again, is that the goal? I want to be top 10s again, and I want to have a strong uh, qualifying, to be honest. And I just want to bring the car back and make the team proud. That's, That's uh, it. Those are my main, those are my main goals. Roll it on the trailer, yeah, man. Roll it on the trailer. We're on a marathon here. We're not in a, we're not in a sprint right now. So Just I'm, thinking uh, macro. I like that. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm well, really, guys, really excited. Listen, uh, thank you so much for joining me here on a Wednesday. We had to push it off 15 minutes. Thanks for your, your patience and being able to do that. Uh, uh, when are you guys taking off? When are you, when are you guys getting to mid-Ohio? I'll start with you, Christian. Uh, we are taking up Monday, uh, I believe. Okay. I'm heading there Tuesday. What about you, Nate? Same. Monday, uh, Monday morning at 10. All right, let's give you guys an opportunity to, number one, thank sponsors you may have. And let, give me your social media. Christian, start with you. What are your sponsors, and how can people follow you on social media? You can, guys can follow me on my Twitter, Christian R, uh, Christian R underscore, underscore DK, my uh, Instagram profile, Christian underscore Rasmussen underscore, or my Facebook, Christian Rasmussen Racing. Uh, my sponsors, Rema Tusen. Uh, I mean, we have – been working together for a longer time so i'm very appreciative of that uh, Deisu, team denmark all those guys is uh yeah what keeps me going so very grateful i love it nate what about you uh you guys can follow me anywhere to be honest any all the platforms are at at nate.aranda uh instagram is probably by far my strongest one right now we're, we're bringing up the youtube right now a little bit too um my, my main sponsor is craft 1861 it's a cbd company for you know sports i use it for my back after i got injured and it's life-saving you know, has zero THC in it because, you know, we all get tested before racing. So I can't risk about any of that. I mean, it's great for, for uh, government workers because, you know, they can't have – if they get caught at all, they're done. So I, it's, a, it's a great CBD product. And then Craft uh, – I mean, sorry, Ascent Protein, uh, great company, clean, clean, clean protein. I take it before my workouts. As you know, uh, Rob, I talk about fitness on 24-7. Yeah. And it's going to come into play with this triple header – and then uh, one more is uh, Brewy, Brewy, uh, Brewy Clothing. It's brand new. I'm super stoked to announce that I'm now they're they're now uh, sponsoring me. So you know, get a bunch of new uh, new athletic clothing. Go check it out. We'll be watching on your social media, guys. Say, hey, Christian, thank you so much for joining me. Nate, you as well. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll drop these guys out. And we'll wrap things up here, folks. A fantastic interview uh, with these guys. You know what? One of the things I really love when we're doing this is, uh, let me go over here, um, is the simple fact that, uh, you know, we get a chance to talk to these guys, get a chance to introduce you to them. You may not have seen them before. These are the future stars of the NTT IndyCar Series. This is where guys like Zach Veach, uh, you know, Oliver Askew, Renus VK, just keep going through the, the the list of guys that have worked their way up. Spencer Piggott, of course, one of them as well, have gone all the way to the to the NTT IndyCar Series. This is the future. This is the opportunity to meet these guys. Uh, once we get past this COVID-19, make sure you get back in the paddock and meet them as well. Uh, fantastic opportunity to be able to uh, to be able to meet the future stars, which are great. Uh, as I said before, one of the things I'll be doing again, uh, we have this, of course, on Facebook. I'm going to turn it into a YouTube uh, video as well. I'll upload to my YouTube channel. If you're a kind of guy... Let me get this up here for you as well. If you're a kind of guy that likes to listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, you can go to my Road to Indie Insider page on Podbean. From Podbean, I put it on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify as well. Lots of different opportunities to be able to uh, to take in the content, uh, whether you're uh, driving to the track, flying to the track, whatever it may be. A uh, big thank you, of course, to to our guest today, Christian Rasmussen from J. Howard Driver Development, point leader in the USF 2000 Championship. I'd said two times a winner last year. He corrected me. Yes, Laguna Seca, he won there. Three times a winner last year. Added two at Road America. So he's won five races. Nate Aranda, as he said, rookie driver. Uh, impressive weekend for sure 
uh, at uh, at Road America, a couple of top 10, solid run for Nate. I think if he does that again here this weekend, uh, this next week coming up, again, Wednesday, Thursday, the races from Mid-Ohio, uh, he's going to start some more momentum that's going to carry himself through the end of the season. When we do go to Mid-Ohio, remember, folks, uh, download the Road Dandy TV app if you haven't already done so. I'm hearing that we potentially we could be having video coverage. Uh, I can't confirm that. Otherwise, it would be our audio coverage again like we did at Road America, being told potentially having video uh, I know people love watching the races, and we'll do what we can for you there. Otherwise, we hope you tune in, and tune in again next week. I'll make sure we have the uh, some winners on uh, from, from Road America as well. I go right to the USAC Battle, the Brickyard Karting event, after the race at Mid-Ohio, so it'll be probably the following week. Uh, so much racing coming on. I'm, I'm on the road for 12 weeks, so there's going to be a lot of different locations for these Road to Indy Insider uh, live shows. Thank you so much for joining me, folks. I do appreciate it. Book it. Okay.